Hello, friend. Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. We are so honored to join with you and other moms from around the world as we encourage one another to know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply. Each week, we share biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you love your family well and create a Christ-centered home. We pray this podcast will encourage you to look to Jesus as the source of all the help you need. Hello, my name is Deb Weekly, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I'm here with my dear friend, Mary Jo Mast, and we are talking about a time to be led by the Spirit. Moms, now is the time in our country's history, in our nation's history, in our lives that we are called to be led by the Spirit now more than ever before, to stand up and to be the church, to live our lives with authority in the power of Jesus Christ and to follow His lead every single day. I'm so thankful to be here with you, Mary Jo, and talk about this really, really important topic. And I know that you have really feel like you have a strong message on your heart. And so I want you to just give us a little uh, tidbit of what, what God spoke to you about this matter of being led by the Holy Spirit, especially now for Christians to be led by the Spirit. Thank you so much for having me, Deb. It's a, an incredible honor to be on this podcast. So thank you. This morning, I woke up and uh, the Lord, I, I didn't expect it. I was reading a, pr- a prophetic word um, about Roe versus Wade being turned mm-hmm. around. And I've really felt um, that, uh, that abortion is something that is really the word for the hour right now, mm-hmm. that God is highlighting mm-hmm. and is wanting to bring change in our country. And so this morning, I just, I woke up and um, I went downstairs and I had some prayer time and um, I opened my phone and here there was this prophetic word mm-hmm. um, and it is talking about Roe versus Wade being turned around. And after I read the word, I just began to weep. I felt the presence of God so strong mm-hmm. on that word. It moved me so deeply. This is the first time that I've actually, that I actually had that had the Spirit of God move so incredibly um, strong on this topic. And I was just moved. And so I, I wrote a little bit about it on Facebook, and I thought maybe I would read some of mm-hmm. it just to bring a little, just to to kind of, um, yeah, share my heart on what God showed me. But after I wrote, uh, after I read it, I couldn't, I couldn't stop weeping. I would start mm-hmm. weeping. And then um, it just, it just, the tears just came and came, and I really felt like this is God's heart. He wants this turned around. Yes. He wants Rover's yes. way to be switched. Um, and I actually believe that God is fighting for that to happen mm-hmm. with this election. I feel like we need to vote for life. Mm-hmm. I felt that very much impressed upon my heart. And as I was done reading it, I actually envisioned myself with a million other moms mm. kneeling in front of the state capitol by the mm. um in Washington DC by the National Mall mm. with just all kind you know all millions of sisters a million at least repenting mm-hmm. and weeping before the Lord yes and asking for his forgiveness mm-hmm. and asking him for change in our nation mm-hmm. and i just i felt his heart beat so deeply that he is weeping over the loss of life that he grants a baby at the moment of conception only to have it snuffed out then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also felt his love for moms mm-hmm. 
who have had abortions Mm -hmm. and his great love for them. Yes. That he's not judging them and that he, he, he wants their hearts to be, you know, healed Mm -hmm. so that they can be in the place where they can receive the love of God and that, and I felt like he would bring restoration uh, to the moms who yes. have who have done this, and that yes. he's not, he just he he so loves them, and that there's, you know, there's so much hope and so much um, welcome. Yeah, welcome. His arms are wide open. Yes, to welcome each of us. Exactly, that's what I felt, and that, you know, I just. I felt in my heart this grieving of even in my own heart that I have been self-absorbed and I have looked the other way. Um, and I have not been hope to moms who have struggled and maybe moms who are alone, who are carrying a child. And um, because these moms, a lot of them don't have the support of their family. Right. They don't have a husband. And mm-hmm. and so I just felt God's heart for, for um, the whole um, all-encompassing subject of abortion. Mm. And I really felt like God was saying that he is going to stretch forth his hand and that he is going to heal our nation and that there is change coming. Mm. I really do believe that God showed me that the abortion industry will come to a sudden halt, mm-hmm. that it would be pulled out from the root and it would be it would crumble to the ground and the corrupt foundation of abortion would never rise again in our time. Mm-hmm. That sounds really crazy, but I do believe that God is going to do that. Um, I do believe there's going to be a massive revival in the hearts of fathers and mothers and in children as well. Mm-hmm. I believe that these babies uh, who are being sacrificed and, you know, that might, that sounds like a harsh word, but I believe that God has a, a very distinct plan for these children. Mm-hmm. And I believe the enemy is trying to stop mm-hmm. these children from life, from living mm-hmm. in the same way uh, that years ago when, you know, in, in Egypt, you know, when Jesus was just about to be born, how that there was an edict, you know, there was mm-hmm. like this. Uh, Herod, the, the, what is it? The murder of the innocent. Yes. And they were trying to get rid of the Messiah before mm-hmm. he would even come. Yes. And I believe that this next generation of children is going to rise up and walk mm-hmm. in the fulfillment yes. of God's plan. Yes, I agree too. And the enemy is trying to stop that yes. from happening. Yes. So I I believe that I just felt God saying that God is going to bring great, great healing to the mamas in this generation. Yes. I believe that we as women mm-hmm. have an authority over this spirit of abortion. I call mm-hmm. it a spirit of abortion. Mm-hmm. I believe that um it's a spirit of death. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we as women have that power to stop that yes. more than men do. Yes. Because it's our bodies mm-hmm. and we have, you know, um, we have power over our own bodies, power over mm-hmm. life. We are life givers. Yes. We're not life takers, right. we're life givers. Right. And so I believe that God is going to bring a move here mm-hmm. in this nation that is going to be a light to mm-hmm. the nations of the world. Yes. Amen. So I believe that if you're listening today and you need healing in your Mm -hmm. heart, that we want you to know that God sees you Yes, and that he knows and he forgives you Yes, and he loves you and he desires for you to be completely healed. Mm -hmm. And same for dads, 
I believe that in the, it says in Micah, is it in Micah, Malachi, where it says that God will turn the hearts of the fathers yes. toward the children. And I believe that, that we're at that stage mm-hmm. right now. We're in that time frame mm-hmm. where God is turning the hearts of the fathers to the children. Yes. And there's going to be great change. Life is going to be revered again. Mm-hmm. We will live out God's heart for family. We will overtake mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. mountain of influence that the enemy has decimated to the core on our watch. Mm-hmm. Family will be reconstructed through the power of the Spirit. It will return. Family will return as a beautiful beacon mm-hmm. of light and hope to the nations of the earth as God intends. Mm-hmm. Life and children will be looked at as blessings again. Babies will be treasured as gifts once more. Fatherhood and motherhood will be lifted up. There will no longer be a looking down on being a mom or looking down on family. Mm -hmm. And life will no longer be handed over to death. Mm -hmm. I believe that that is all going to change. I believe that it is our duty to repent, though. And we must pray. And I do believe that we also need to vote for life. So election is going to be in a week from today. Yes. Right? So we must, we, we can be that change that mm-hmm. God wants to bring about. So I do believe, yes, now is the time to walk in the spirit like never before. Yes. I believe that God is going to open up opportunities mm-hmm. where we can bring change that in places we never thought of doing that before. I love that. And I feel like I have been given the same message and so many people that we talk to have been given the same message. It is a time to man our post. We talked about this in our last broadcast, Mary Jo, a time to be brave, guys. It is a time to man our post. It is time to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I was just in Washington, D.C. at the Sean uh, Foyt uh, Let Us Worship event. I I went there with a young friend of mine, and I tell you what, I it, it was so hard for me because I feel like I was confronted with the real issues of our day, like I'd never thought about them before. I experienced them. Mm-hmm. We went to the um, the Senate building or the uh, Supreme Court building, and we prayed for Amy Coney Barrett to be appointed. And this was Sunday. It was right before she was appointed. Mm-hmm. Praise God. We prayed to end abortion, and it was so interesting because then uh, Sean had us get in groups of three and pray over this. And I was with my little sweet friend, Ashley, and she's young, and we were holding hands and praying for God to end abortion and to end the death sentence that we've had on America. Mm-hmm. And we were praying, and she was so amazing. And she said, and she started praying for these women who are hurting and mm-hmm. scared. And she says, Deb, these women are scared. Yes, They're scared, and that's why they're having abortions. Mm-hmm. They're scared, mm-hmm. and they're alone, yeah. and they're broken. And she was right. And when she said that to me, I'm, I mean, I had known that, but it hit me like a ton of bricks. I feel like it was the Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is part of being led by the Spirit is being open yeah. for us to speak to each other and to, uh, as we are each spending time in the Word of God, mm-hmm. we are being the hands and feet of Jesus to each other. We are encouraging each other. We are being more powerful together mm-hmm. for God right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, it got me thinking about what she said about that. And it got me thinking about that it's it's so easy for us Christians to talk about the evils of abortion, which it is. And we have turned our, just like you said, Mary Jo, we have turned a blind eye to this because maybe we don't know people because we're older and we hang out in Christian circles. But my friend Ashley said, you know, I know of people who have had abortions. And, and it just brought me back to Titus uh, 3, and it starts in verse 3, and it says, 
For at one time we too were foolish, disobedient, misled, and enslaved to all sorts of desires and pleasures, living in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us, not by the righteous deeds we had done, but according to His mercy, through the washing of new birth and renewal by the Holy Spirit." This is the Spirit He poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we would become heirs with the hope of eternal life. This saying is trustworthy, and I want you to emphasize these things so that those who have believed God will take care to devote themselves to good deeds. These things are excellent and profitable for the people. And guys, right now, I want to say to you, that we need to remember these girls that are hurting. Mm-hmm. We need to remember, you know, I was I was at, at this concert or the the Let Us Worship event. We went to several different uh, places around D.C. and we went to the Black Lives Matter Pavilion. And while I was there, I saw the brokenness and the anger of the people at that pavilion. I was looking over pictures of their loved ones who have died, and whether or not they died, whether they were robbing or on drugs or whatever it is, it's still, I could see the loss and the brokenness and the hurt of these people that were hurting for their loved ones. And yes, there's so many other things crowding this issue with other organizations and things like that. But I just felt their heart and what they were, what what was burdening them at the core of uh, the, the way that they were feeling. And then as I was praying about and hearing about how many millions of babies are killed every year and praying for abortion to end, I was thinking about these women who are scared and having abortions. And then I also saw all of the hate about our president and the hate all over D.C. There was buildings boarded up on the bottom floor, uh, all down this uh, pavilion and all around that area, the the businesses were boarded up because their glasses were their glass was broken and there was so much hate mm-hmm. and and it's just I was so overwhelmed and I started praying and crying out to the Lord and saying God what do you want me to do because of this mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do I'm just one person and you know I found comfort knowing that the only one who can fix everything is Jesus Christ yes seriously you guys it's all way too much for us mere humans to even think about fixing yeah but it can also be too easy to simply leave it at that and walk away. Yes. I could have walked away and I could have said, oh, it's just too much for me. Mm-hmm. And you might be feeling that way, that the issues in our nation are just too much for me or anyone to help and make a difference. But that is not true, guys. It's not the right answer. And I believe that's a lie from the enemy. And as I was asking Jesus to tell me what he wants me to do in response to all I was experiencing, I felt him tell me that I need to come home and I need to tell all the Christians I know that he wants us to be the church. He wants us to be the hands and feet of Jesus and really live out the gospel each Mm -hmm. day in our lives. Mm -hmm. And guys, I asked him, what does that look like? And he's so good, guys. When we ask God questions, he will tell us Mm -hmm. answers. You know, the word says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. Moms, it is God's will to give you wisdom. Yes. You don't have to say, if it's your will, give me wisdom. No, he promises to give us wisdom. And so as I prayed, I I asked him, what does that look like? And I felt him telling me that the answer is simply for us to walk with Jesus one day at a time, praying, reading, and obeying the word of God, worshiping, and choosing to love people where they are at that very moment. Simply serving 
and helping the people who he brings into my life each day or into your life each day with no judgment. Yes. No judgment. I mean, this is, this is what is so hard. I think about when we think about people that we know that are struggling with homosexuality, mm-hmm. and then we know the other people in the homosexual, that are homosexuals and they're advocates for teaching children about things and, mm-hmm. and they want to come and, and it, we just know that what they're doing is against God, but we can't judge them. Mm-hmm. We have to pray for them and let God reach their hearts, just like he reached our hearts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, we were broken. We, it doesn't matter if you grew up in church your whole life before you knew Jesus Christ, you were, you had a sin nature Yes. and we have this flesh that we can lie to ourselves all day long, that we are not capable of evil and doing things that are unrighteous, but we do and we can, but since we are saved, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us telling us right from wrong. And by the grace of God, we may not struggle with that right? And if we do struggle with that as Christians, God promises to give us the Holy Spirit to those who ask for it. And he will help us to overcome just like my people that I know that are homosexuals. I I just really want them to know that the Holy Spirit will give them the help that they need when they ask. Mm -hmm. It is such a hard issue, Mm -hmm. but we are supposed to serve people, help them, not judge them. Mm -hmm. Remember what we were before we were called Remember the type of people that we were before we were called to lay down our lives, to be humble, Mm -hmm. and to trust that our judge, our God, is a judge who judges justly. And our job is to love people on this earth Mm -hmm. and to be like Jesus and let God judge. Yes, Let him judge Mm -hmm. and pray for mercy for people. Mm -hmm. I know so many people prayed for mercy for me. Mm -hmm. And so all we need to do, guys, is live our life with Jesus as the center Mm -hmm. and love people like he does. And follow him in obedience where he leads us. And I personally need to ask him to remind me to pray for the people of our nation more. Mm-hmm. We need to think of others more than we do. And, and that's it. We, and it can seem so simple mm-hmm. and easy. But then again, we're not God and we can't fix anything. But we can choose to live and love like he does and yes. trust the outcome. Yes. And Mary Jo, I love what God has been calling you to do. And it was so neat because you told me this story about what God's been calling you to do with Crisis Pregnancy Center here. And part of living by the Spirit is hearing His voice. Even as a busy mom, there are things that you can do to make a difference in our nation. When you're changing a diaper, you could choose to pray uh, for our nation and for our leaders. You could choose to pray for the neighborhood kids that are lost or from lost families or to bring people meals. And, you know, you teach your kids all about serving and praying for Mm -hmm. lost people. You bring your kids into that. Mm -hmm. You bring them into the story of your family reaching out to their neighborhood, to the lost people, to serve people to helping people. And Mary Jo, I absolutely love it that before you heard from God, like you did today mm-hmm. about talking about the, the vision that you had and weeping yesterday, mm-hmm. we talked and you told me that you had already been applying for the crisis pregnancy center mm-hmm. and that you feel God, that's something that you feel that you can do mm-hmm. to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Well, I've just been repenting that I haven't done more to be, a, to be an advocate for the moms mm-hmm. who are in this place. i want to speak to the moms right now. I really feel this from the Holy Spirit. Your life has value. Yes. Yes. I believe that the value of life has not been, how can I say life has not been valued. Mm -hmm. And I believe that a lot of moms have come to this place because they themselves feel lost, 
hopeless, Mm -hmm. and unvalued. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you today that your life has meaning. Your life has value. So yes, I I believe that I'm called to do that. I it was really interesting because this morning, um, after I the Holy Spirit just laid this on my heart in such a you know just it was just very deep. I got the call from the pregnant from the Crisis mm-hmm. Pregnancy Center, and they asked if um, if I would like an interview. And I said, yeah. And I had prayed specifically, and I said, Lord, if you want this door to open, I will walk through it. But have them call me if this is what you would have me do. And so, yes, it's absolutely true. When we ask the Lord to open up doors to be that small piece of the puzzle Mm -hmm. of bringing life, Mm -hmm. as we all do that, it may look differently for each one of us, but when we all come together, it's we all work together. And it's a beautiful picture of what God wants to do. So, Deb, I love what you said. It's absolutely true. When you ask the Lord what is on his heart, mm-hmm. he will absolutely give you wisdom. He mm-hmm. will give you understanding mm-hmm. and he will open doors he will. for us to walk through. And I think just even the title of this podcast, A Time to Arise and Be Led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. That is what we need to do, ladies. It's time for us to wake up. We've been sleeping. Mm-hmm. We, we, a lot of us have woken up mm-hmm. the past few months. But we're really waking up now, and it's a time to wake up even more and activate, get our coffee, and go for a run, (laughs) meaning a spiritual run in our communities, in our part of the world, Mm -hmm. and rise up and be led by the Holy Spirit and ask Him what He wants us to do to make a difference, what He wants us to do to man our post and be the hands and feet of Jesus to a hurting world. Guys, this world needs Jesus. Mm -hmm. Imagine what your life would be if you didn't know God. Imagine what your life would be like if you didn't have the body of Christ around you and your church and your Christian friends and the Bible and God speaking to you and the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Guys, it is time for us to arise, be spirit-led, and go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yes, it is absolutely time. And so that was our message for you guys today. We just are praying for you. And please pray and vote. Vote for life. We're not voting for someone's character. Mm -hmm. We're not voting for a person. We're voting. The biggest thing in this election is voting for life. Yes. We are voting for a president that doesn't do... In Colorado, they have full-term... I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. full-term abortions. We just had a grandbaby, Mm -hmm. and I hold that baby, and I think it breaks me to hold my little sweet Skylar and think in my in my state they are aborting Mm -hmm. these perfect babies that are healthy and feel pain. Mm And we have got to vote for life, guys. Yes. And it, it just, it can't be for a candidate. I know there's a lot of hot stuff going on right now, but we, we have to vote for life yes. because God will take care of everything else. Mm-hmm. God will teach our president. God will lead our president yes. as we are praying. God will cause our president to be the man that he wants him to be. Guys, that's not our job to right. fix someone. Yes. That is not our job to control someone and change someone. It is God's job. It is our job to pray for for our yes. leaders to pray for if President Trump gets elected, he is a pro-life president, and it is our job to pray for him mm-hmm. and let God work. Yes. That's our job. Absolutely. So we're going to pray right now. Mary Jo, why don't you start? Okay. Father, we love you. Yes, Jesus. We love you. We love your ways. We love your heart for us. <clears throat> we love that you are life-giving. 
And every word that you breathe, every mm-hmm. word that you say, every word that you speak is full of life and brings life. When you created the world, you said, let there be light. Yes, Jesus. And light. And light is life. Jesus, you were the light of the world. And you said, now we are the light of the world. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we carry your message. Mm-hmm. We're carriers of the torch that you gave to us when you left this earth. And, Father, we want to be... We want to take that seriously. Mm -hmm. We want to be imitators of you. Mm -hmm. Jesus, we ask for your Holy Spirit to highlight Mm -hmm. what you want us to know. Mm -hmm. We want to have our ear up to your chest. Mm -hmm. We want to hear you. Yes, Jesus. We want to know what you're Mm -hmm. saying so we can do what you're doing. Yes, Jesus. So we can say what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Father, we ask for your Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to come to this nation. We ask that you would bring light Mm -hmm. into the dark places. Yes, Jesus. Show us what true reality Mm -hmm. is, Lord. We know that your way of looking at things is different than ours. And Father, we want to see with your eyes. Mm -hmm. We want to hear with your ears. Mm -hmm. We want our heart to beat with your heartbeat, Father. And we want our feet to walk Mm -hmm. where you walk, Father. Yes. So, Jesus, we ask for every mom that is listening to this podcast mm-hmm. today that you would fill them not only with hope, yes, but you would give them answers, yes, that you would lead them, that you would take them by the hand and mm-hmm. say, this is where I want you to go. Yes, Father. We want you to show them, Father, hmm. what you have for them, the purpose. Father, mm-hmm. I pray that, they, that even as we pray right now, they mm-hmm. would feel purpose mm-hmm. in their heart. That they would know that they are alive for a reason. Yes. Lord, that they gave life to their children. Yes. And Lord, that you are going to continue to give them wisdom. Yes. To love their children mm-hmm. the way that you mm-hmm. love us. So I just speak that love over each mom. Yes. I pray that it would just, their hearts would become alive mm-hmm. with, with this purpose, Father, and this love that you are showing them yes. right now. Yes, Father. And Jesus, I pray for the fathers to you, mm-hmm. Lord, all over the nation. Mm-hmm. I pray that the hearts of the fathers would be turned toward their yes, children. Yes, Jesus. And Lord, that you would bring unity among husbands and wives. Yes. And Father, I pray for adoption to happen. Thank you, Father. I pray that that your that little boys and girls that yes. don't have mommies and daddies yes, Father. Would, yes, would Jesus. come into families that, yes, are, God. that love you, Jesus, and that they, they would come to know you because of the families that adopt them. Yes, Father. So, Jesus, we just ask that there would be a great move of your Holy Spirit in this nation. Yes. And we speak it forth. We yes. speak change in Jesus' name. Yes, Father. Father, I thank you that your word exhorts us to live by the Spirit. Your word exhorts us to be brave, Mm -hmm. to arise, to not be complacent, to not be sleeping. That your word tells us to arise and to (laughs) to, uh, do your will on this earth, just like David, to do the will of God in our own generation. And when we pass, may that be said of me and Mary Jo and every person listening, that when we die off this earth, God, that we we will have done the will of God in our own generation. Mm -hmm. And Father, I thank you for 1 Corinthians 13. I just want to read, starting in verse 8, love never stops loving. It extends to the gift of prophecy, uh, beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which will one day fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial, but when love's perfection arrives, the partial will fade away. When I was a child, I spoke about childish matters, for I saw like a child and reasoned like a child, but the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways. For now we see but a 
faint reflection of riddles and mysteries as though reflected in a mirror, but one day we will see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love, yet love surpasses them all. And listen to this, ladies. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And Father, I thank you for your word that says, yes, we do not understand fully, but God, we can take your word and understand how to apply it to our lives each day and understand how to make a difference and to man our post and to arise and to make a difference for your kingdom right where we are in our homes, in our communities, in this time in history, in our generation, God, that even though we don't understand everything and the ins and outs of everything that we can choose to obey your word and do the right thing. We can choose to man our post. We can choose to reach out. We can choose to let love be the beautiful prize for which we run. And so Father, I ask for wisdom right now for my sister listening or my brother for listening, God, that you will grant us all wisdom on how we can make a difference right now. Show us what we can be doing, Father, in the power of the Holy Spirit. What do you want us to do? And God, for my my mom friends that are drowning in there with lots of children and diapers, I know that it probably seems like there's nothing they can do. But Father, that is a lie from the enemy. When they're rocking that baby, they can say, Jesus, be with the women who are contemplating abortion. Jesus, help me to be your hands and feet. Jesus, help me. And we know that even though we don't understand how you do it, you multiply our time. You answer our prayers. Our prayers are timeless. They keep going and going and going until you come back. They go straight to the altar of God. You answer them. And God, they never stop. And so, Lord, we thank you that we do not have to understand everything to obey your word and make a difference. So use us. Mm -hmm. Father, let our lives be used for your glory and to bring your kingdom come on this earth in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I do want to lift up my sisters who have had abortions. Mm -hmm. Lord, we speak peace and healing. We speak wholeness over them. We speak life-giving children. We pray for more children. We pray for godly marriage. We pray for healing. We pray for them to understand your great love Mm -hmm. and forgiveness and that you are compassionate Mm -hmm. and that your kindness brings us to repentance. And God, that we know that you are kind. Mm -hmm. Help them to come to you and to crawl up in your lap, just like you said, and David said, I, I, I rest in your lap like that weaned child, Lord, that they would rest in your lap knowing that you are holding them and that you see them and that you know that they have been weeping and crying and you hold every one of their tears in your bottle. And even though they don't understand what that means, your word says it and it is true. So let them feel the comfort from the Holy Spirit right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And God, that they would know that you love them and that you forgive them. And and I pray for anyone listening, anyone that anyone knows uh, who's listening that might know someone contemplating an abortion, I pray that you would bring the body of Christ around that woman, that there would be help for her. She would have people take her in, that they would uh, either take the baby as their own or adoption. But God, we pray that she would feel the loving arms of the body of Christ that are Jesus's arms around her, and that you would show us how to do that Mm -hmm. and forgive us for not being the hands and feet to these hurting women. Mm -hmm. Forgive us for passing judgment Mm -hmm. 
Father, forgive us for turning a blind eye. And Lord, we just want to ask for your help and that you would show us how to love more. Give us more of a capacity to love and time and energy. Enlarge our hearts to love all people. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Mary Jo. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We're praying for you.